0: Episode 71 of the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast, where we believe you can leverage the road to transform your work, health, and home life while on business travel to ultimately master the business travel life. If you're a road warrior, and a great chance you're on the road right now, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, fellow grounded road warrior at this time, but still a husband of one, father of five, and wow, am I seeing those people a lot and still trying to figure out why I may not be performing at my best while working from home now all the time. We're on part four of a six-part series on how to leverage being home right now for an extended period of time to prepare you for the road, or to say it another way, Six Ways to Leverage Home Life to Improve Road Life. Now, part one, episode 68, focused on energy habit number one of move and how to leverage the increased M4X formula to stand more. Think up on your feet, not down on your butt. To walk more, think forward, not still. To run more, think cardio and just getting that heart rate up. And lift more, think strength training. Part two of the series, episode 69, it focused on energy habit number two of fuel and how to leverage the MTHC formula. MTHC means make the healthiest choice. So we can continually hydrate, think early and often, eating clean and green, think less ingredients and less processed, and think more dark greens and vegetables. And snack strategically, think planned energy boosts. In part three, episode 70 focused on energy habit number three of rest and how do we leverage the strategic resting formula to sleep. Think improve, then increase. breaks. Think move the body and rest the mind. In downtime, think time to be, not to be on. And the first three energy habits are physical energy habits. But now we're going to shift to the mental energy habits. I'm a huge Chicago sports fan. And although we've had our championship droughts from time to time, I've personally seen every professional team in my lifetime win at least one championship, and many of them multiple times. The ultimate time to be a Chicago sports fan though was in the 90s, with the Bulls winning six championships in eight years. In fact, it was so influential in sports history that ESPN created The Last Dance, a 10-part docu-series on the last year of Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, It also tied in his entire career, key players, and moments throughout his time with the Bulls. I've watched every episode at least two times. And one of the major underlining themes was Michael Jordan's incredible commitment to perform at that highest level over a long period of time. Even the best in the world in Magic Johnson and Larry Bird saw this in Jordan very early on. He was intentional in everything he did and willing to do whatever it took to perform at the highest level. And he made everyone and everything better as a result. And I was so motivated watching that series. Yet. Too many road wars. whether we're on the road or now working from home for an extended period of time, could not take a more opposite approach. We kind of meander through our workday and feeling busy and maybe even overwhelmed, but not really producing the results at the end of the day that really, really matter. And this is why you may not be performing at your best while working from home. Just saying. But back to the last dance with Michael Jordan. He was willing to do whatever it took to perform at the highest level, and would use absolutely anything to motivate him. And that's exactly what we need to do right now working from home to prepare us for the road. Now, there are three elements to a successful working from home day to perform, which is energy habit number four, at the highest level. The first one is this, a clear plan. Here's the key phrase, think planned priorities. Now, I define a plan as thinking on paper and then telling your time where to go. And there are three main parts of my plan working from home, which I call creating your master evil plan. (laughs) These, ironically enough, are the same three for road life, and in the Elite Road Warrior book called Road Plan. Here's the first part: energy habits. That's the whole premise of everything that we do with Elite Road Warrior: energy habits. And I don't leave my energy habits anymore up for chance, or just whenever I can kind of fit them into my day. Ironically. I'm in a spot right now where I'm going to knock out four of my energy habits in my early morning window block before my workday even begins. There's the early morning block, then there's the work morning, and then there's the work afternoon, and then there's kind of that personal evening time block. We're talking about right now that early morning personal time. Here are the four energy habits I'm going to knock out. Energy habit number five, which is develop. I'm going to read my Bible, another motivational book Then I'm going to write in my Elite Road Journal as well as develop content such as this podcast or a LinkedIn article or a presentation. Then I'm gonna to go to move, which is energy habit number one, and I'll work out consisting of run more, getting my heart rate up, and lift more, think strength training. Then I'm gonna to move to connect when the family's waking up or maybe I'm leaving messages for them before they're even waking up, a little, just a note for them or something that they're gonna find later in the day. If it's something that's thoughtful, it's meaningful in ways before the day even begins. And then the last energy habit's gonna be fuel. Energy habit number two, I'm going to hydrate as soon as I get up, drink it early and often, and then I'm also going to have clean a clean and green breakfast. Right now, I'm going to kick of having a power Greens salad, and then I'm putting scrambled eggs on top of that and putting in some olive oil and mixing it all up with some salsa. Kind of sounds crazy, but it works really, really good. And all this is specifically before energy habit number four of perform. Why? to get in what matters most to me, and also set my day up to succeed. Now, the second element of plan, a clear plan, is called the key three. And the key three is three action items that will determine if your day ahead is going to be a success or not. Now, I'm not talking about your overwhelming task list or whatever gets thrown to you or at you throughout your day. These are the key three that will make or break your day. Now, how do you know what to choose? Well, If you don't get them done, you won't feel like you made the most of your day. Something was incomplete or it was missing or you didn't leave it all on the field to kind of use a sports analogy. And those are the days when I feel I was busy the entire day, but don't feel like I really got much done. And I look back and I think I was always doing something, but what did I actually accomplish? And for the record, I hate those days and I'm going to avoid them whenever. I had that day yesterday. It was overscheduled with calls. And I ended up with so much extra work after that, I felt like I got nothing done except a whole bunch of talking and a whole bunch of to-dos that I had to do the next day. Don't like it. And it starts with me creating my key three for the day ahead and making sure that I'm not overbooked with appointments. So here's my process. I'm gonna brainstorm what I actually wanna accomplish for the day. And this is always from a long list. I'm gonna look for themes next. What are the clusters that I can kind of group together? And then I put that narrowed down list into the most crucial three, my key three. And then I list them in the most important to the second most important, then the third. And after that, I start my day with the first of the key three. I want to feel at the end of my day, I made the absolute most of the day and did what was key to me, catch up key to me. And that comes from creating your key three. Now, note. I don't scratch my to-do list. In fact, I use it to brainstorm and then I come back to the incomplete portions of the list, but only after I've completed my key three. And the third part of clear plan is a schedule. I still need to schedule my breaks, which is energy habit number three, which is gonna to be to move the body, rest of the mind, and also my downtime, time to be not to be on, which allows me now to knock out my fifth energy habit of the day. And obviously the sixth one is what I'm doing within my workday which is performed. So boom, there it is, all six. And I also need to schedule my meetings and appointments for the day ahead or review what has already been scheduled. And in my case of yesterday, which was overscheduled, I gotta make sure that is a one-off. I cannot have a consistent day like that because then all of a sudden the next day and then the next day and the next day all collide together with just too much to do and the big things didn't matter. Thankfully for me, my big three for the week, two of those were already accomplished So I didn't feel the stress just from that one day, but all I needed was one day to remind me this is not the way I want to do it. So here are the three parts of a clear plan. One is focusing on your energy habits first thing and getting as many completed before your workday. Second is creating your key three for the day. What are going to be your three most important tasks that are going to move the needle for you on that day? And third is creating and or reviewing your schedule for the day ahead. And remember the key phrase here was planned priorities. We want to plan our priorities in and at the beginning of the day so you perform and I perform at the very highest level no matter where we are, on the road or we're at home, and we're doing them on purpose. This is one element to a successful working-from-home day to perform, which is energy habit number four, at the highest level. One down and two to go after this short break. You're listening to Our Dad on Season 2 of the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. Brought to you by the Buckley Kids. This is Trey. This is Cole. This is Caleb. This is Caitlin. Hey there Make connecting with your family a priority on the road. Have you ever found yourself seeing what someone else does or carries with them on the road that stands out to you? Maybe it's a gadget or an app or a way of doing the road that makes the road easier or brings energy. I just created my top 10 business travel hacks guide for you and it's absolutely free. You can learn my business travel hacks in minutes. What took me years to develop on the road. Download this guide to help you master your business travel life. All you need to do is go to the show notes found at EliteRoadRoy.com forward slash the episode number and grab your free copy today. The first necessary element to a successful working from home day to perform at the highest level was a clear plan. And once we have that in place, we move to element number two, block and tackle. Key phrase, think planned roadblocks. Block and tackle, it's a football term that means doing the fundamentals to allow your team a chance at winning. A team that does not block and tackle well almost always loses because of not being disciplined enough, which results in giving up a lot of costly points and useless penalties. Now, in the business world, block and tackle means you're blocking out a specific amount of time to work on one specific task. Did you catch that? Block and tackle in the business world means you're blocking out a specific amount of time to work on one very specific task. Now, on the road, I refer to block and tackle as roadblocks. We're choosing to put the roadblocks out to put in or block in what is important to us. I'm intentionally blocking time out of the road for specific time to work on one specific task. Again, even still the key three, whether I'm at home or I'm on the road, I'm going to work for my key three. And usually number one is going to be block and tackle with a roadblock. And I just read a book called Start Finishing. How to Go from Idea to Done by Charlie Gilkey. And there are four specific time blocks that he mentions in the book, and I completely agree with him. So let me kind of break those down for you. The first one is focused time blocks. 90 to 120 minute blocks of time. I would probably even say maybe sometimes 60 to 90 minutes. This is when we're especially creative. We're inspired and we're able to do a high level workload. Deep work is what Cal Newport calls it. That requires you to really, really focus. And this would be your key three. Focus blocks fuel your best work. You know what's critical? No distractions. Turn off all alerts. Close email. turn off your phone or put it in airplane mode. You want to be locked in working on one task uninterrupted, preferably your first of your key three, then your second, then your third. Now the second of the time blocks that uh, is mentioned in the start finishing book are your social time blocks. Now the same time frame could be 90 to 120 minutes, or, in my case, 60 to 90 minutes. These are the blocks of time when we're primed and energetically in the right space to meet with other people, whether it's virtual or whether it's in person. And this is interacting with people in real time. This is your video and audio time when you're at home and having meetings or set calls, et cetera. Now, it's critical here that we spread these out throughout the day. Otherwise, it's going to drain you as an example of me yesterday. Also, if you can take your calls on a walk, do it. Author and productivity expert Marcy Rader calls this walkie-talkies. Love the phrase. You get some movement in, you get outside and you double dip with the call and a little bit of movement, which is exercise. Now, the third time block is administrative time blocks. These are necessities. They are 30 to 60 minute potential, low energy blocks of time when we're maybe not in the zone to do the work that requires maybe as uh, Charlie Gilkey calls it, heavy lifting, but there are still types of work that we can do and need to do effectively. Think email, phone calls, CRM work, Uh, Anything digital, uh, paper filing or digital filing, low-level filing, organizing, those type of things are going to fall under administrative, things you just have to do, but you learn to space them out. I do whatever I can on the road to process email, not check email. I want to make sure I know what I'm doing and I'm working through that. Same thing with the calls. I put them in an order. It's learning to use and be as efficient as you can with that roadblock which is in this case is administrative. Now it's critical. You need to batch these admin tasks together, which means lumping the same kind of work together. So maybe 30 minutes of emailing, 30 minutes of calls, 30 minutes of CRM updates. So you're not all over the place. And the last of the time blocks is a recovery time block. Now these will vary in length of time. And we usually use these activities that are going to recharge us, such as a lunch break without a screen, going for a 15 minute mid morning or mid afternoon walk To move the body and rest the mind. And remember, the other three time blocks of focus, social, and admin, are energy output roadblocks. And just like a battery that outputs energy, it also needs to be recharged. And this is done with a recovery time block. Now, it's critical. Do not underestimate or devalue the importance of this time block of recovery, especially working from home. You need to recharge and stop thinking you're superhuman and the quality of your work won't. Suffer. Lies, nothing but lies. Now, I live my day working from home, leveraging these four time blocks. And each day, the amount and length will look different, but they can be planned ahead of time and must be scheduled. And learn from some of your days that are just really, really draining to you and rough, like my yesterday, to make sure that a day like today is not going to look like that. I didn't have enough recovery breaks in there, and I did not have enough administrative time blocks, and it jacked up my day and hijacked it. So, Live through these four blocks of time, all right? Be intentional about putting these roadblocks up so that you can make the most of your day. The third necessary element to a successful working from home day to perform at the highest level is energy pacing. And the key phrase here is think planned energy boosts. Now, this element of energy planning is the unsung hero of perform energy habit. It's the Scotty Pippen in the energy habits, if you will. You need to know your energy levels throughout the day. It's key then, you match your time block with your energy level. Don't try and do focus work if you're tired or you're hungry. Your result will suffer. And pacing is monitoring your energy levels. And I use a term called an energyologist. It's another Buckleyism, if you will. And my made up definition for my made up word is an energyologist is a personal study of your own energy, personal study of your own energy. And the only person who can know your own energy in that moment is you. In fact, most people don't even know their own energy levels. So how in the world could they possibly know or even care about your energy levels? Become an energiologist for your own good throughout your day because it's a key element for effective pacing. Now, you must be responsible to monitor your own energy levels. And pacing is going to ask certain questions and the right questions. Here's one. When is my energy highest within the day? Now each of us are different from how our energy flows within us during the average day on the road or now at home. And if you tend to be more of a morning person in general, your energy will be the highest at that section of the day. But is it in the early morning when you first wake up, the mid-morning or a late morning burst or is it in the entire morning? And if you're an evening person in general, again, is it the early evening, late evening, the entire evening? The key is to match these specific levels of work to your energy level. For example, I have the most energy to be creative first thing in the morning. I'm not necessarily social at that time, but my mind is the clearest to create. And after I read for a few minutes, this becomes now my writing time, my project time, etc. And usually my first of my key three. And this is when I tend to do my deep work. So I try to do whatever I can, even on the road to match my highest energy level to the time of that day that can allow me maximum results and efforts. And it's a challenge and a dance, but it's at least worth the effort. A second question to ask is, why is my energy low right now? And often the answer may be as simple as, man, it's 2 p.m. and you've not stopped for lunch. Or what you ate for lunch is sitting in your gut like a 20-pound dumbbell because it was a poor choice. Or because the only movement you've had in numerous hours is your fingers on the keyboard and multiple yawn reps. (laughs) Oh man. <laughs> Sometimes it's bigger like running on little or low quality sleep. And this cannot be solved at the moment. But it can be in a few hours by getting to bed on time or even a little earlier to bank some energy for tomorrow. Now, finding the why of your energy drop is key to solving the problem and not repeating it day after day. Stop the bleeding. Third question. Is there anything I can do to change my energy level? Now, once you know why your energy is low, You can actually do something about it. Go eat something healthy. Stand up and stretch. Take a break and go for a walk to move the body and rest the mind. You'll be surprised how much doing something different that puts positive fuel in your body and even gets you moving will do for low energy. Certain tasks give me a hit energy, so I'll switch to that task. Listening to some music that gets me up along with some quick hit exercises like some push-ups or burpees or leg squats just to kind of get that heart rate up just for a couple of reps will help give me some energy. And you need to figure out what can change your energy levels besides a hit of sugar that you'll regret later. Fourth and last question here, how can I match my tasks with my energy? Sometimes a small tweak is not going to change your energy level. So I'm just going to pick a low energy task that requires more time and I dedicate the time to that task. I have a list of low energy tasks that I can turn to any given moment and that will give me the forward motion that I need. And these are no-brainer, little to no thinking tasks that need attention, but not definitely during your high-energy moments. Think admin tasks. And often, working on a few of these just even for 15 to 30 minutes is all I need maybe to maybe just snap me out of that low-energy funk. Other times, I'm just going to ride the low-energy task out for the remainder of my day because just one of those days. Not a big deal when it's mid to late afternoon. It's a major concern if it's 1.05 p.m., if you know what I'm saying. Learn to match energy with the tasks. And lastly, on energy pacing. Pacing is making key changes to boost my energy. Sometimes it could just be a change of position. You stretch, you stand, you go for a walk, maybe doing a couple push-ups. I mean, like seriously, try it and just move. Our bodies are not designed to sit in one place for a long period of time, especially when we're not on the road and we're sitting in front of of a video Zoom call forever. We've got to change our positions. This ironically zaps the energy out of us even though we're doing it sitting down. So change the position, maybe you need to change your location. What if I worked in a different location in the house? It may mean moving to a different room or possibly to a completely new environment to make the most of the afternoon, for example. If I'm struggling with my energy, I'll move to the patio outside and bring my noise-canceling headphones if the kids are out and moving around. Sometimes it's that different vibe, a little bit of sunlight often brings me a hit of much-needed energy. Change position, change a location. Maybe it's just a change of activity. Which means learning to have a pulse in my energy is so huge for productivity. It's so easy just to try and force something when your reality is, energy is energy's not there. Don't force it. Adjust, evaluate. Sometimes the worst thing to do is to force something that ends up taking you twice as long with results that are half as good. Holy bad math, Batman. If you were to only change your energy levels throughout your day you would see a major difference with your results of your work at the end of the day. Let's make this happen. Our goal with PERFORM is to leverage the intentional performance formula so we can do our best work and be the best person that we can be with our work. So here's a review of the three elements to a successful working from home day to perform at the highest level in the intentional performance formula. Number one, clear plan. Think planned priorities. Number two, block and tackle. Think planned roadblocks. And number three, energy pacing. Think planned energy boosts. Now, your actions might be doing as many energy habits before your workday begins in that kind of that personal early morning. It may be creating key three for the first time. It's a new concept for you or something you need to get back to getting better at scheduling your day and getting a hold of your day. It may be creating time blocks of focus work, admin work, social work, and recovery time. Maybe it's monitoring your energy levels and making changes in the moment to increase your energy. There is so much here to help you perform at the highest level for your work. So I challenge you to take and focus on one or two of these items to up your game at home. To find a list of the main points, quotes, and links, Recommended, check out eliteroadwear.com forward slash zero seven one. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Brian B R Y N Paul Buckley, and on both Instagram and YouTube at Elite Roadwear. So, wherever you are on the road and now home, do something, anything, just not nothing to master the business travel life, no matter where you are. Leverage the intentional performance formula help you become and remain an Elite Road Warrior. You got this. All right. Let's see how that goes. Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. Hands down. Drop the mic. I'm out.